Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Not Too Taboo. I'm here with Gretchen Christine Rossi, my baby mama, my lady love, my partner in life, the person I'm keeping forever. Oh, my gosh. I love you. Um, this is me kissing up in case I say something stupid later. <laughs> Which is probably definitely probably going to happen. happen. Yeah. <laughs> guarantee that. Um, okay. I am really, really excited about today's episode, you guys. Um, this is something that I have wanted to have happen for so long because... Can we just say we've been dreaming about this guest? <laughs> Good. That's funny, honey. Um, we t- On today's episode, we have a dream expert coming in by the name of Kelly Sullivan Walden. And you guys, forever I've had the most crazy, weird, vivid dreams my whole life. It's been something that honestly uh, bothers me a little bit because they're so intense. It bothers us both, Gretchen, when we start getting into what they're actually about. <laughs> yeah. And the when truth is, you up when you wake me up to tell me the story, and the truth is kind of the jumping off point for us is uh, Matt Frazier. Oh, that's right. A medium psychic right. who was here. That's how this whole uh, conversation talked a happened. little bit about the fact that you you have these premonitions sometimes. Mm-hmm. You have these dreams. So there's some psychic things that go on. Yeah. Gretchen breaks electronics. I do. I'd be surprised Strange. if her microphone doesn't go down halfway through this okay, podcast. Let's not put it out there. You bre- she, breaks, the she broke now. the Keurig this morning. Yo, I did. She touches electronics and they die. That was weird. She walks into a room, lights go out. Yeah, it's really strange. It's really, really odd. So we're super excited that our guest is here because- we have to get into some of your dreams, Gretchen. So, Frankly, they're freaking me out. They are a little weird. And you know what's even weirder, you guys? So I dream a lot. I'm a very vivid dreamer, and I have dreamed ever since I was a little girl. And I I actually have the same re- reoccurring dreams a lot. One in particular that I remember. I don't always remember a lot of my dreams, but one in particular. So I'm really excited to delve into that with Kelly because I am so fascinated about what it means. Is, is this the one that's – is it a sex dream? <laughs> that's another dream I have often. So listen to this. Are any of you like me? Like you just have random sex dreams like all the time, like legitimately all the time. And the word, like the weirdest part and most frustrating part is I'm having sex or making out with people. I really don't want to be having sex or making out with, right? Like why is this happening? I'm I'm so frustrated. And like, why is it happening to me? It should be happening to me in my dream. <laughs> But it's not happening to me. I know. You want to be making out with like hot supermodels and stuff. but I wouldn't say no. <laughs> but you know, you, it's so weird because I wake up and I'm like, babe, last night I was making out with Scott Disick. Like, what is that about? Right? And like, and it's, and it's people that I'm not like even attracted to. I don't like wake up and go, Scott Disick is so hot. Like that is not on my list of like hot people. Like Chris Pine, hell to the yeah. Please, universe, let me have a sex dream about Chris Pine. Okay. <laughs> like, and your trainer. Oh, those he's hot. No, that was in real life. I was dreaming about that in real life. Not okay, my you were awake dreaming that. <laughs> Are people to understand that Gretchen and I have known each other now for 21 years mm-hmm. and we tell each other everything. everything. Nothing's off so limits. Nothing's off limits. We're nothing best is friends. nothing's too taboo. Nothing's too taboo. So it, it is kind of entertaining when she wakes up and has to tell me about some makeout session with Scott yeah. in the middle of her dream. It's so weird. And you know what's interesting too is there's uh, several dreams that I'm actually making out or like having sex with somebody and Slade's there. <laughs> so, but let me just preface this. That's Wait, not was I because, watching? That's not because we're like into threesomes because I can see the media like trying to spin this and be like, oh, they're into three. No, you guys, we, we've never done threesomes. We're not into that. Like that's not. But, and but, I, was and, I there? Yes, you were there. Was I involved? No, you were just watching. You made me watch? Yes, it's very strange. This is so jacked up. We've got to get to our guest. This is a problem for me. You're like right there just watching. It's very strange. But I want to preface this too, and this is what I want to ask Kelly about today. What's odd is you don't dream a lot, or you really rarely dream. It's, It's very, very rare. And and I and I read that there's like meaning behind that. That means that I'm smarter and you're not as smart <laughs> because they said that there's a little bit of genius in the people that dream. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I can't even deny it. I, I mean, I have no comeback for that. But, it's a box of rocks upstairs. But, but what's interesting about it is that when you do dream, we we uh, found out that there is a difference between vivid and lucid dreams, and you yes. actually. Have lucid dreams. I'm more dreams. lucid, but we're going to get into that. We're yeah. going to let the expert tell us yes. what that actually means. What the difference means. is between vivid and lucid. So I'm really excited for you guys to uh, to hear from our guests. So let's welcome Miss Kelly Sullivan Walden. She is the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and the Unexplainable. She's also known as the Dream Doctor, has written 10 books on dreaming, and she's a certified clinical hypnotherapist. Please welcome Miss Kelly, Kelly Sullivan, Sullivan Walden. Walden. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm so excited to be with you both. And congratulations on this show, on all the success you have, and your beautiful baby. Oh, and oh, I'm you. so happy for you. They've all been a you. dream, Kelly. They've all been a dream. I know. But you guys are even dreamier in person. For oh. people that wonder about the behind the scenes and the in front of the scenes, these two are oh, like the so same sweet. and Thank like you. so cool. Thank and you. I just feel like such a good vibe oh, being so with you guys. Sweet. For real. Yeah, I'm, Thank just, I'm you. completely immature and a total tool. <laughs> and it just works for our relationship. You're hilarious. <laughs> I no, love it. thank you. That means a lot to us. You know, it's yeah. funny because uh, people's perception of who we were on the show and, yeah. you know, the way that they like to to make you out to be on TV sometimes can be very difficult. So when we meet people in person and they compliment us like that, we yes, really do appreciate it. Yes, it's so it. true. I told a few people, I'm like, I told who I was going to meet and they yeah. were like, oh my God, Kelly, aren't you? Oh my God. Right. Oh. And I'm the like, perception I have a feeling they're going to yeah. be awesome and you guys are way more awesome oh, than you. I expected. Oh, so like, nice. I feel like I've known you for 500 years. Oh, I mean, it's, there's something that really genuine about thank the you. two of you. Oh, You're gorgeous, you. but like in inside. Yes, you are. Whatever. I'm done. No more, That's no so more That's so sweet, Kelly. We really appreciate that. So, okay. We are so excited about you here. I thank just, you. I also got to give a sh shout out to our producers because I literally told them that I wanted a dream expert like just a couple days ago and they literally like found you and you're Charles. here and you're amazing Done. and you're like so talented and you have Aww. all the books under Producer your name Charles. Charles. All of this stuff. So I am just so grateful that you're here because I truly have had dreams my entire life. Very vivid, very intense, even to the point of like nightmares fairly often, not like mm. all the time, but often enough for me to notice. And I've always wondered, you know, what was behind this, what it meant, and also wondered if like all of these things that people say are, you know, oh, there's, you know, dream experts and they can explain your dreams and they mean something in your real life, if it was true. So mm. I find this fascinating. So if you could start by telling us, first of all, how you even became a dream expert oh my and where it all started for you. Okay. So um, I have four sisters and the oh. sister closest to me in age, Shannon, shout out to Shannon, even though she hates it when I shout out to her. <laughs> Hi, Shannon. So um, we're, I'm close with all my sisters, but yeah. I'm extra specially close with her because we used to have tandem dreaming as kids. This is so wild We'd explain to me. tandem yes. dreaming. Yes. So we, I didn't know that it had a fancy name. I just knew that this was a normal thing. We would have cereal in the morning, Frosted Flakes, because, you know, that's what Love we did Frosted back Flakes. in the day. And well, we'd I be am what you eat, so yeah. <laughs> I like that. Go ahead. So we would talk about dreams and I would start to say something about this weird clown blah 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 and then she would know oh he was wearing ballerina slippers and it's no like we were we way. would be regularly dreaming about the same dream characters dreamscape <gasps> and because of that every morning it was kind of like what did you dream last night what did you dream so this became a thing not twice not twins. A lot of twins uh, have this. What's the difference in age? A year and a half. She's younger than I am. A lot and, of people assume she's older, not just because she looks older. But be, what's no, interesting sorry. about this, not to be off color, but it like makes me think of like when women get on the same cycle. It's yeah, right. It's, yeah, it's true. Very true. But even just having that experience as kids, it built the foundation of having an incredibly psychic relationship as adults. So we still dream similar dreams that each no other's way. are in, or we, it's it we the synchronicity is incredible, and it. So to me. That was that just set a foundation of of interest that interest. Th there's something to these dreams. And then getting older, I when I started getting into relationships and things like that, I would have dreams about the people I was in relationship with if they were lying or cheating oh, or wow. what the other girl that they're like, oh no, we're just friends. It's like uh huh. So I started so it's a to precognitive, like predicting kind of future. Exactly, exactly. So this became it was kind of like my personal thing. I and, and yeah, because you didn't really share it much. No, no, but I did have like a Dear Abby personality that people okay. would, I kind of borrowed that from my mom who also had that, but where people would confide in me their secrets, their dreams. Right. And and so it kind of became a natural progression. At about 20 years ago, I became a certified clinical hypnotherapist, really focusing on the subconscious mind, the wisdom of the subconscious wow. mind, which is the dreaming mind. Yeah. So as a professional, I would, I would suggest after doing a hypnosis session with somebody towards the end of the hypnosis, I would give them the suggestion, and I'm giving everyone the suggestion by the way right now yeah. boom tune up that, tune up the dial turn, turn it, it up dial, turn it up deep breath no don't not while you're driving <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> not while you're driving but that you will remember a dream upon awakening in the morning wow. at least one dream and I found as a professional, when somebody would come into my office with whatever issue they were working on, if they had a dream as well, the dream would end up being this like secret information vault that would that would be this opening for incredible information and that would wow. quicken the 
the our our sessions together that it would just bring us to the the problem and the solution That's much amazing. more quickly. Oh, just like you don't have to go through the whole story. You're you're actually remembering those key elements that are helping you better decipher what's happening. Exactly. I'm so jelly right now. Why? No dream. No memory. You just wait. No oh, intelligence. But you have lucid dreaming. Nothing to like play with later. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. But okay. you will. After even just talking about it, when people ask me all the time, oh, I don't remember dreams. Just having a conversation about it can begin the process of you remembering, okay, this is something I want to remember in the morning. There's something here. Most people don't value dreams, which is one of the reasons why most people don't remember them because it's easy to forget them. Right. You wake up in the morning with like so much to do that if you if you speed out of bed too quickly, you the forget most yeah. vivid dreams can be gone. So let me go back to the tandem yes. dreaming. Yes. Was there something to that? Is like if other people are having tandem dreams like that, what is the connectivity? Why does that happen? Oh, why? That's a good question. I think for me, it was a spontaneous, accidental thing. It wasn't something that we tried to do, but there are people that intentionally dream together. In fact, really? I don't know if I should even say this, but I know this is on- not too taboo. You yes, can say yes. it. Ah! Well, I know some people even on a on on a kind of men who stare at goats i don't know if you saw that movie but people that do psychic government kind of stuff they intend to dream to get to get information oh that's interesting so you can i mean you can use it, any power you can use for good for bad for whatever right. but it's possible to train your mind to focus your dreams on a particular issue like something that you're dealing with or struggling with personally I find that fascinating yeah that's so interesting to to know okay it's kind of like manifestation right absolutely it's like you it it's you saying, I need help in this area or I want help in this area. So you're putting it out there into the universe and asking the universe to respond and send back that vibration to you. Exactly. Of whatever it is that you're looking for, either an answer or a solution or like a direction to go in a big, you know, career path move, any of those. Yeah. I think that's fascinating that you can actually call on your dreams to yeah. help you with that. It's like our hidden resource that most of us just kind of like don't even pay I attention to. I would never to. even have known that. That's right. So I always say it? it's like having a bank account, like a trust fund yeah. that you forgot about. We all have this and it's and it's exciting when people do explore this and how and it can change their lives. So let's talk about exploring some dreams yeah. because I have some very whacked out dreams. So I'm just going to get right into it with but you. But I have a question before you start with that. What? I see cards on the table. Oh, oh we're going to so, go there already? <laughs> no, I want to know if the cards are related to diagnosing the psychosis of your dreams is that the wrong word? Uh, <laughs> uh, the psychology of your dreams. Yes, yeah. psychology. Seems to imply there's something <laughs> yes, wrong exactly. or broken. Right? Yes, Slade. <laughs> well, when right. she's making out with Scott Disney, there's something wrong. So, <laughs> Good point. Uh, wait till we get to that one. Just, I can't just, wait to unpack yeah, that. I yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's my question. You're so sweet. So, so I see them here. Okay. But I'm wondering, are they, are they part of what helps to unpack what's yes. happening? Yes. On some explain, level, Explain yes. this a little bit so as she gets into it, then we know what the resource is for. Okay, perfect. So these are Hero's Journey Dream Oracle Cards, and they're meant to be, they're a tool that you can play with in mm -hmm. your waking life that connects you with the part of your mind that thinks symbolically. And by paying attention to that part of your mind by day, it tends to strengthen the bridge between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind, your dreaming mind, so that you'll be more apt to remember dreams and more apt to remember, and not just remember, but know how to interpret them. Mm, so when you start it. thinking symbolically like, oh yeah, when a door closes, a window opens. It's like, those are symbols. Uh -huh. So if you have a dream like that, you know, oh, that means that that opportunity that you thought was going to happen isn't, but there's something else. So this just gets you thinking this way. And so it layers in dream symbols as well as the hero's journey. Are y'all familiar with that? I don't think I know that. The only time I ever dream, I'm on a hero's journey. You are, you are. Well, <laughs> Joseph Happens Campbell- Happens once or twice in my life. There you go. Well, um, J Joseph Campbell is the late great um, philosopher yeah. who was known for kind of um, calling the hero's journey what it is. And he was consulted by George Lucas when they created Star Wars. Oh, wow. Because this, he had these 12 stages of the hero's journey are something that now in all screenwriting courses, they all refer to this because oh. it tends to acknowledge these, these cornerstones that humans experience when they're on a noble quest. Anytime you want to have a baby that it's not easy to do, yes. it's like you're doing something that's a stretch for you 
I got the chills just yeah. saying this. You are officially on a hero's journey. And it's easy to want to pull back and say, oh, forget it. Yeah. It's too it's hard. Too hard. Can't do it. But there's these stages. Like there's the belly of the whale. There's tests. <gasps> like, no. No. What happened just now? That's so weird. That is that really you just weird. Said that. Why? What oh, my god! Because we talked about one of Gretchen's recurring, <gasps> dreams, recurring dreams on the way about here. About the whale. That and is it's tripping. about like, I actually, the belly I'm getting of the a whale. Bit, like, teared up right now. That was really <laughs> weird that you just said that. Tingling. 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 <laughs> so excited. Oh, my gosh. Look at The water so on the desk crazy. is shaking. Oh, wait. That's me. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Hilarious. So keep going. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. That's like, this is my favorite thing. That's so exciting. Wild. Yes. So there's a stage called the belly of the whale. And sometimes we'll dream. I'm like actually I'm tearing up right now. Like oh, this is really through. weird. She's in that stage. Okay, well, this let's is go. really weird. So th these are, ju it's just a way of being able to put it in context. Like yeah. when, when you say, what does that mean? Well, we can talk about it symbolically, like as it relates to dreams, but also as it relates to where you're at on the hero's journey. Usually the belly of the whale can represent a dark night of the soul where where it seems like, oh my God, all hope is lost or, or I'm all alone. This is what we talked about. But what happens usually, like the, the philosophy around the belly of the whale is is it seems like it's the worst thing that could happen because it's it's a dark night of the soul. But if you surrender to it and if you make friends with the whale, it means that you're actually going deep. You're going deep and you're getting deeper wisdom. I'm in awe okay, right wait, now. Wait, 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 I'm in awe right now. I'm going to tell you now. I'm going to tell you. Okay, I'm going to tell you. So this is the one of the reoccurring dreams I've I had my entire life. Oh, my God. Okay, like this is the dream. And for some reason, I don't remember a lot of dreams, but for some reason, every single time I wake up from this dream I remember it very vividly and it's very intense mm. and it's very and and I get a little bit confused because it's sometimes it's an emotion of peace around it and sometimes there's emotion of being scared and wow. what it is is for some reason I'm in the ocean and it's like turmoil and like water and like all this and then I go under the water and a big ass blue well comes wow and for some reason I'm engulfed by the well I go into the well's mouth and I somehow I'm floating or staying above water and like in it and then as soon as I go and I'm scared going into the mouth I'm like very scared and like freaked out like oh my gosh I'm getting eaten by this big animal this whole thing's happening and then as soon as I'm inside the whale a whole thing of peace comes over me and I feel like I'm like like it's so weird like I feel like relieved and, and I'm safe and protected from everything out around me now, I interpreted so all of that to be something about her her sex dreams. <laughs> and she was what? thinking about Moby Dick. <laughs> yeah, I go. I which said, had no correlation wow. to the Scott Disick. <laughs> oh and I was connecting hey. a lot of dicks. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, no, I but said apparently to him, I go, it means something completely different. I said that to him. I said, it's, I, it's very level. kind Why of not? Moby Dickish. And then he's like, you and the dick, Gretchen. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. I mean, I want to okay, be you your You are Moby hysterical. <laughs> well, in a, in a dream group, everybody gets to weigh in on what they think it means. Yeah. Because a dream is like a diamond and there's multiple facets. We're just getting to the key point of being able to diagnose Gretchen's Moby Dick dream, <laughs> which let's quit dicking around. Let's, let's get right into it, Kelly. I want to know what all this dick means. Doc, dick, yeah, exactly. Doc, oh my God. Okay. This is so fabulous. Well, it's, the, okay, I'm just going to go in yes. whatever order this comes in. Okay. So to me, if it were my dream, mm -hmm. I and I always tell people when it comes to dream interpretation, I always start it with an if it were my dream because I never want I never want to tell anybody definitively this is what it means. Right, it's right. I, I want to I just want to percolate your own genius into having your own aha moment. Right. But to me, this is about this means that you're deep. It means that this is about like facing in some way, the biggest fears we humans face mm -hmm. are being either engulfed mm -hmm. or being ostracized. And the belly of the whale dream, it's kind of like both things happen. You're ostracized, you're, you're disconnected from everyone else and you're engulfed at the same time. Yeah. So it's a double whammy of, in a way, so facing and embracing the like the worst thing. Mm -hmm. And you do it and then you find peace and calm. And, and and you this find it. This has happened to me so many times Gretchen, in my life. This is Gretchen to a T. Yeah. Because the thing I love about this woman, and mm. people have asked us all the time, what is the secret to relationship? What happens uh, that has has allowed you to sustain for such a long time? The difference with this woman is that mm. when adversity and a hardship present itself, she runs 
at it, not away from it. And if we are, if there are wow. challenges and hardships that we we suffer, which mm-hmm. we have quite <clears throat> extensively through the course of our relationship, not only does she embrace it, she is self-reflective about it, and she almost always finds peace within it. And it is an incredible, incredible characteristic, you, which I wow. freaking do not inherit. So I would like to know how <laughs> no, to get you that. You must be, you must have, even though you're not aware of it, you, you're you swimming in the same waters as oh, she is. is. So you are he absolutely. Wants, he wants to pretend like he's not. He's my rock through all of that. Absolutely. I just want to be the you big need- dick and I'm not. <laughs> you, I'm not going to say that. It's not my place I, I wanna, to say. I want to be the big I can't. I'm dick sorry. No, he truly is. He is my rock. He, especially for the last 11 years. I mean, he's been my rock through some of the most trying, difficult, times of my life. So wow. without him, I wouldn't have been able to do that. So sure. this is the hero's journey because it's about like the hero emerges different than they were than, way, than when they started. Yeah. So you start off going, oh, a relationship. Oh, let's have a baby. Oh, let's do a show. Let's right. all these fun things. And then right. it's like, ha ha, gotcha. Yeah. And now these there's there's tests, there's, there's difficulties, right. there's ordeals that you have to go through. But if you persist and you keep going and you call on your higher self, your God, your mm-hmm. angels, whatever it is you do, and you have to go deep, there is a reward on yeah. the other side in the form of a baby, in the form yeah. of Valentine's Day with your beloved after all these years, a right. relationship that you've earned. There's always a reward. And then you you get to take it back home with the elixir. You get to share with other people how you did it. Right. So this is, you guys are living the hero's journey. But I want to say one so thing awesome. about just kind of in general, um, dolphins and whales mm-hmm. and dreams. There's a whole philosophy okay. in the dream community that, that connecting with them yeah. Is is one way to quicken the 2.0 of what it is to be human. Like when you are connecting with a dolphin or a whale yeah. energetically, if you like dreaming about them, talking uh-huh. about them, it puts you in a different vibration, a different frequency, really? like a higher plane of kind of intuition, psychic oh, ability. That's weird, and I even have all of that. Like really, I'm a major empath. Like like to to the detriment of myself. I've had to read books of how to not be such like to an shed. empath to shed to shed what happens. Like that's how bad of an empath I am because I carry people's stuff really badly. And then I have a major intuition, major weird like premonitions or psychic abilities about things that I should not know or predict or whatever, like about earthquakes and about weird, just stuff that is like really weird. Like and she's the, afraid to embrace that, by the I'm way. I'm very afraid In the to past. I always like to say in the past okay. when it comes to this stuff, because now- Yesterday, what if Kelly. <laughs> up until, okay, but that was the past. <laughs> yes. Because what if, what if, I mean, in some way there's, the, there's a saying, how do you survive the wilderness? Become the wilderness. Yes. How do you survive the ocean of emotion and the ocean of life? Become that. Right. And there's no quicker it's way to do powerful. that than kind of owning the whale aspect of self. Mm-hmm. The, and because everyone and everything in the dream is an aspect of ourselves. Right. So when you dream about that whale, it's not this thing that's external to you. It's your own whale aspect that is the ocean, that is quite at home in the yeah. deep end and isn't afraid of anything interesting that's Nothing. interesting because that it is right that is me it's it's interesting because in in these turmoils in these tribulations that i've had in my life i mean i was in court for eight years with a stalker you know <gasps> we were on a tv show that like you know can oh. destroy you and your your mental state and your relationship and we oh, went through you... ivf for four years i mean i had my fiance die of cancer i mean we have been through You're divorce she has my son is a brain cancer his, patient his like... son with cancer so we wow, have been wow, wow. through the ringer. But what's right. interesting about what you said is, I, and I might be struggling in that moment. Yes. But I really do come out stronger. I'm a warrior. I fight through it and I, right. I grow and I, and it's, it, I look back sometimes and go, how did I survive that? Like, I don't, sometimes I'm fascinated by my own self being able to survive it and come out with my head still on straight, you know what I mean? Right. And that's, I mean, that's the, that's the gift because the, uh, the things that happen and challenge us in our lives, they can make us bitter or they can make us better. And it's always your choice. So that's, I mean, ultimately the hero's journey is that you become a better version of yourself as you emerge. That's why it's kind of like coming back to this little stack of cards. It's like part of the, the conversation in this is like how to, how to reframe what's happening to you, the difficulties as, 
as an opportunity to grow, as an opportunity to get even deeper, more compassionate and more powerful and to contribute more powerfully to right. other people in their lives. So what you did in with, with your whale is exactly what I coach people to do when they have scary dreams mm -hmm. is to drop into it, go deep, find your peace within it. And once you're peaceful with it, usually that's when the whale spouts you out. It's so are you talking about out. in while you're dreaming or are you talking about after you have the dream? After after the dream, people okay. when people will share with me something similar. And I have a funny thing to say. Okay. I did a dream workshop in Spain uh -huh. and I was talking about the hero's journey as it relates to dreams. And I was talking about the whale dreams and everyone had them. But in Spanish, the word for whale oh, is penis. bajina. It means and penis, bajina. No, no. Oh. it means, no, it sounds like vagina. I so they kept I laughing at me because so I was like, the belly of the, they thought it was oh, saying the belly of the vagina. vagina. And I'm like, oh. I know there's some, yeah. there's anyway. some culture though. You see though. how it always comes no. back to the, the vagina. Yeah, right. I swear to God, you guys, in Spanish, some culture, yes. I forget what culture, but somebody told me that like the whale meant like the penis. And Not I was like, the whale. Maybe that's like the, this is what maybe happens. that's we, another thing that I'm, I'm learning about. I don't know. Somebody told me that We go. We were at dinner. I remember being at dinner and it was like pasta night. And the guys that are serving up are speaking Spanish. And you're like, mas pene, mas pene. <laughs> and I'm like, Gretchen, pene means penis in Spanish. And, she's, and the guys, mas, mas, the guys, grande, penis, grande, por favor. Por favor, senor, mas queso, mas queso. Marico, senor, marico. Okay, really let's good. change, let's change. Oh my God, let's talk about your let's sex dreams. Let's talk about then. sex dreams. I'm so curious about this. I have mint chip, yes. flying saucer ice creams, and sex dreams. So I really want to touch on those real yes. quick. So. Let's actually touch yeah. real quick on the mint chip because I think that might be shorter than the sex dream <laughs> okay. explanation. Well, well you know what? Let chip. me just say one thing about the yes. sex dreams, if I may. Yes. Because one of the things that most people think, people are very literal when they think about yes. their dreams. They have a, a sex dream or an intimate dream about somebody that they that they would never, never. in a million years yeah. have be attracted to yes. or actually do anything with in real life. But I always tell people in your dreams, it's first of all, dreams are the ultimate hall pass. Okay. So if you do have sex with somebody that you do think is hot or yeah. th whatever, then it's okay because it's just a dream. Okay. Because really, technically speaking, from one perspective, everyone and everything in our dreams is an aspect of ourselves. So I always ask Jesus, people- Jesus, criminy. I'm like <laughs> Scott Disick. <laughs> well, I could describe him in three adjectives. I don't know who he is. He's uh, actually really, he's actually so just, really funny. I, 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 just I enjoy three, him. Okay, on, so he's, he's funny. On, he's on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. He's Courtney Kardashian's oh, yes. baby daddy. Okay, so give me a couple other so adjectives. So I find him so- funny like I giggle all day long when I watch him perfect what I think else? I, he's like I, I'm witty and funny is the same thing but he's just like he's really smart like mild and witty smart witty and funny yeah I yeah mean, I really find that perfect to be okay like so and if from you have those three characteristics Gretchen will sleep with you <laughs> At least in her dreams, she will. But so, I know her exes. No, she will sleep with you. It just takes just those three. You just that's check it, them right that's off. That's it. The don't clothes start. just fall Pants off. Will yeah, drop. they just fall off. Panties She'll call your name. It's exactly. all good. Exactly. Where'd the clothes go? Exactly. Right. So you just you just you describe them in three adjectives uh -huh. and recognize that you are so sex is a metaphor and a symbol for deep connecting joining oh, so you're connecting with, with the funny qualities. witty sweet I feel so much part better of about the fact that I have so many sex dreams with all these people see you're not so do I because I I know poor guy because I wake up every day and I'm like babe you won't believe who I had sex with tonight or and I, I have to tonight. say I just want everybody to know that this is an amazing I just want to like acknowledge you two because most couples on the planet cannot share these dreams with one, one another because somebody's going to get jealous. Yes, somebody's yes. going to get freaked out and paranoid. But if you can share your dreams with your partner, no matter what they are, yeah. and there's a healthy space for that, holy Lord, yeah. that is a recipe for great success yes. in your relationship because you get to know the partner. Now, if you can interpret it and just say, give me three adjectives to describe Scott or describe I the mailman or whoever so it is. so much better. Now, we I do. About all and I stuff. actually do have a lot of sex with Slade too in my dreams. Okay, well, that's I do. Good. Thank so that's God. About I wake up and go, I made it in. <laughs> I do. I actually have had a lot of sex dreams about him we too. Have so. more, uh, we, we have more sex in your dreams than we do in real, real life. life. <laughs> totally. It's got to happen somewhere. Totally right now because we have a six-month-old baby, but yes. And in my dreams, I'm really good at it. <laughs> oh, you should. <laughs> You're just like Moby Dick. Oh. <laughs>
She calls you Moby. Oh my right? God. But people say just in dreams, but I always say dreams are maybe more real than this plane. So that counts if you're having lots of sex yeah. in your dreams. Okay, that means something. Okay, I, I don't do. have sex so, in my dreams. That you remember. There's something that you remember. Okay, now here's my question. <laughs> the people that have orgasms yes. in their dreams yeah. and then like you actually wake up from it or you feel it like, it, like you're still asleep, but you know that that just happened. Your body actually has it. Do you actually physically have an orgasm Why, if you have an orgasm in your dream? Yeah. Why? Why does that happen? Why does it happen? Yeah. How Why? Because it's awesome. Is able to trigger that and cause that to actually happen. Because a lot of people, it happens in the mind. It's it's possible to happen in the mind, and it's a really healthy physical release, and it's good for the whole mind, body, spirit. If wow. and if somebody's not having sex in waking life, they get to have it in their in their dreams, yeah. and they be they're a better version of themselves when the next. Wake up. Yeah, you absolutely. See, if I have orgasms in my dream, I wake up and I'm like, "Babe, Heck, where are you? Come on, let's go again." Right. Exactly. It's a healthy healthy, healthy yeah. thing. I mean, and I'm I, like, what? I wasn't there the first time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, it's true. It really does. It can like provoke that, like, like that, that mm. like where you get turned on and you're like, okay, I want to like, exactly. It's like getting a little chocolate, Gretchen. You would like some more. Exactly. Oh my God. It's okay. So juicy. now let's talk a little okay. bit about flying saucers with mint chocolate chip ice cream. Oh, flying saucers. saucers. Okay. So imagine a yeah. scoop of mint chocolate chip ice cream. Okay. Scooped into like a little flying saucer. A flying saucer like that. Like alien. a UFO. Like a UFO. Like oh UFO my God. I didn't flying catch that. Okay. saucer. Got it. You would normally see a little green man. Gretchen's looks like a scoop of a mint, mint chocolate, chocolate chip, chip ice cream and ice it talks. And it to the ice it's cream talking talks. ice cream. What does it say? I do don't you, remember. Do you have a sense of it? Is it just like blah, 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 blah? Yeah, it's kind of more like a Charlie Brown type thing. Wah, wah, wah. Gretchen, yeah. eat me. Okay, so yeah. are you, where are you? When you, do you see, um, are you omniscient? Are you in the dream? I'm not in the dream. Okay. It's definitely just the mint chocolate chip flying around. And it's flying around. Is it in like, I mean, are you just seeing it in like the sky? It's almost like very like um, Flintstone-ish. Okay, sort of cartoon. Yeah, like kind of old... like a cartoon, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a feeling about this dream? Do you like it? Is it crazy? No, in, I, in the dream? I like it. I Meaning it's not like a weird, it's not like a bad feeling dream at all. It's just a very, if anything, it's just a very weird dream. Like I remember feeling when I woke up, God, that was that was really weird. And is it like away from you or is it just, is it coming toward you? Um, it's more just like flying around. Like I can okay. hear it going and it's like just kind of like flying around in circles. <laughs> and what's your feeling about, about mint chocolate chip? I love mint chocolate chip ice oh, cream. My do. favorite, favorite ever. It's oh. actually the only thing like we, I have to physically go to Baskin Robbins. Yeah. To get their mint chocolate chip because okay. it's the only ice cream that doesn't make her stomach, stomach hurt. Upset. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So here's how we'll break this down, okay. and this people can learn how to break down yes, dreams because everybody cool. can do this. Because often we'll wake up and say, "Oh my god, I had the strangest dream." That's. A yes. plug from my first book, I Had the Strangest Dream, is the name of it. That's what most people say when they wake up. Because the mind right. that is dreaming is the is a different mind than the one that wakes up. Okay. Our conscious mind oh. sees things very logically and ordered. And our, our subconscious mind sees things out of order and emotionally. So that so it makes perfect sense to the dreaming mind, which, by the way, is 88% of our mind's power, according to wow. the American Hypnosis Crap. Association. You're so smart. I'm missing 88% of my brain power. Is, and but you're not. <laughs> but that's why we have a conversation like this. This is going to make you have FOMO, dream FOMO. Oh, like You're going to have a dream. You're going to remember We're going to make it. you dream. Oh, yes. man. So, so we break it down looking at the primary symbols. Flying saucer, flying saucer. Those are like two symbols in one in a way. Mint chocolate chip ice cream. Okay. So then we can break those down even more. But let's just, so anything from my perspective in a dream that's, oh, so let's do this. Yeah, let's Saddle formula. Yes. Saddle yes, formula. This. So, so this is called, this is called, okay, the, the way that people can interpret yes. their dreams, it's called the saddle method. And yeah. it's a symbolism for each um, letter stands for something. Yes, it's an acronym. And I write yes. about this in detail in the book, It's All in Your Dreams, a different book. So I go into depth, but this is the nutshell version. Okay, so this is this how is you how guys- we track the dream and yeah, start to and assess and to interpret. Meaning. Exactly. Yeah. So you take it, even if you think this means nothing, this is absolutely crazy, just just write it down anyway. So so you're going to put, you're going to 
you're going to just write the dream down like a narrative, like you remembered it, so you capture it. And then you're going to take the main elements of it, like flying saucer, um, mint chocolate chip, Mm -hmm. whizzing around. Mm -hmm. And then, so those are the three things that you would put. So you write the word saddle across a page, S-A-D-D-L-E, and then make little lines and then under it put each of these main components. Okay, so saddle, just just to go through real quick. The S stands for symbol. Yes. A stands for association. Yes. The D and D stands for dream dictionary. Yes. The L for life and E for emotion or energy. So we're going to go through each one. Yes. Explain. Okay. Okay. So so the symbol symbol is basically the nouns, the big elements of the dream. Okay. And then the A is for your association. So we kind of did that a little bit with the ice cream. You said, yay, it's my favorite kind of ice cream. Okay. And what do you associate with like a flying saucer? Do you have any like first feelings or like thoughts? Like your first knee jerk. Yes. Yeah. So uh, when you, when you're talking about association, you go, you kind of explore what's your first knee jerk thoughts about what's happening. So I think that possibly what the flying saucer might mean is that I definitely am like questioning mm. what's happening in the world and like what they're keeping from us, what they're not really telling us like we drive out to um vegas a lot and when you drive on that what's it called what's that oh, highway the loneliest the highway. 15 just, highway yeah just um, as you go past x x y y z z z yeah like there's yeah. That, that weird thing in the mountain and i swear there's they're hiding aliens there <laughs> like I it swear. takes up a giant field and it looks like reflective solar panels there are there are there. things happening there Oh, for sure there are. It's like yeah. Area 53. It's really weird. But anyways, 53. right. So I'm okay. thinking maybe that has something to do okay, with Okay, interesting. All right, so then we go, so we can just, just for the nutshell of it, we'll yes. just identify go those things. D. And then the DD would be the Dream, Dream Dictionary. Dictionary. So I have a couple of them. And one that I should have brought you, and I'll send you guys the, oh, the Love, Sex, and Relationship Dream Dictionary. Oh, Because it looks that. at dreams through the relationship lens, okay. as if it relates to that. So I'll be the, I'll play the role of the Dream Dictionary since yes. I wrote that. So then you identify what what goes there. So for me, anything flying represents higher thought. Usually it's beyond, it's a beyond the ordinary. It's not mundane. Sometimes flight can represent something wonderful, like being connected to spirit, being connected to an angelic aspect. A flying saucer though, to me, connects with aliens and, and the, and like a, it's kind of a different slant on it. (gasps) Maybe I'm connected to aliens. Maybe you are an alien. (laughs) Dude, look at those antennas. Oh my God. You're attempting to alienate yourself. Oh, see that's, so this is one way to interpret with dreams is to be is to kind of do the wordplay. Yeah. So really, which has a lot to do with like the the belly of the whale because she's also ostracizing off on her own. So ah. maybe she feels herself being alienated in some way and off on her own and knowing because what's happening, we need to leave this planet. Oh, no, there but, you go. No, but that's very true. Or because make a this lot planet of the times, on Earth. yes, because a lot of the times I really do beat to my own drum. I do things kind of very differently. Like I propose to him. Like that doesn't normally happen. Like there's a lot of things in my life. You that I do, do according to your own I way. Do according yes, to my own very way. much so. Yes, I love that about she you, by the way. Told Thank, you. To do. Thank you. I Girl love power. it. Girl yes, power. amen, sister. But also, here's one other piece. The part of most, whenever an alien kind of thing shows up in a yeah. dream, I always think that it's always pointing toward the thing that's most alien to most of us uh-huh. is how powerful we are. So even you, as much as you've embraced so much of your power, you were like, ah, oh, but it's scary. And oh my God, I don't know. And being sensitive to all these things, it's like any power that you accept comes with a price. Yeah. Like, so your sensitivity, your intuition is wonderful. It's gotten you here, right. which is amazing. And you've had to pay the price for that. Yes. So it's like you have to learn a skill in order to develop more of your power, more of your gifts. That means you have to earn more money muscle in order to handle that. So the thing that is most alien to most of us is how powerful we are. So So that points, it kind of opens up the curtains up above to like, to more information than, I mean, whatever you've got right now is just the tip of the iceberg. I love that. That's so interesting. That means I'm going to be really powerful, babe. Oh oh my God. I am in so much trouble. (laughs) But it's so sweet because there's the ice cream aspect of it. So to me, I feel like there's this really delicious, sweet aspect to this dream. Ice cream, especially if it's the kind of flavor that you love, Uh is represents your just desserts. It represents some kind of a reward, some kind of sweet thing. So it's kind of like an if it's like the dreams were trying to entice you to grow and become a more expanded 
updated version of yourself. How smart to, instead of just having dangling a carrot, it's like, look at this mint chocolate chip. It's okay to expand. It's okay to look higher. It's okay to be more of who you are. You guys, could you ever in a million years interpret that (laughs) flying mint chocolate chip ice cream and saucers has that much like depth and like, like soul to it? That's fascinating. It's incredible, huh? We're going to talk about the L life, the E emotion. Let's get into Okay, that. should we do a little review of what we know so far? What yes. is the S A D D? Let's test Gretchen. Let's, let's see if, she, let's see how, if she's taking herself. notes. Uh, the S stands for symbol, A for association, D D for dream dictionary, the L for life, and E for emotion and energy. How many points do I win for 5, this? 5,000. Woohoo! Even though I just read it off my Yeah, card. we're just looking at Charles' <laughs> notes right there, is what we're doing. Producer Charles, everybody. Okay, so the L for life, and you kind of answered this when you were talking about the fact that you've been studying and exploring conspiracy theories. So I would ask what's been going on in your life lately, um, because dreams often are a result of what's just happened or what's coming up right around the corner. So dream tends to be like right in the middle. And then the E is for the emotion of the dream or the energy of it. How did it make you feel? Ultimately, that's one of the, It's we kind of save that for last because it's one of the most important pieces. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, how did this dream leave you feeling? What's the it's the energy of um, it? I was happy because there was mint chocolate chip ice cream involved. <laughs> okay. She so felt rewarded. She yeah. got rewarded. So I would say that's kind of the punctuation at the end of the whole thing. So in spite of the fact that there's this conspiracy theory aspect of like doom and gloom and worrying, I mm-hmm. think your your subconscious mind is is saying, honey, don't, don't lose hope. Like there's a bigger picture here unfolding. And yeah. there's sweetness involved and look up if like literally in a dream if you're if you have to look up at something it's uh-huh. usually telling yeah, you I like would, I, lift I, your that's chin interesting you say that because it from the dream's perspective i feel like i was looking like up at the flying saucers yeah you know? so there's that that signifies it's a symbol of optimism as well so so there's hope for this planet there's hope for for our kids there's hope for all yeah. of this so there's like a positive feeling outcome or maybe here. it could also mean that because i've chosen to take a pause Mm -hmm. and reflect on certain things and look deeper rather than just following the crowd crowd and what everybody tells you you need to do, that the reward in that is feeling, you know what I mean? There's reward in in feeling empowered and knowing that you've done everything right by your child or by whatever it is that you're examining or looking more into. Because you're educating and advocating yourself on a particular topic that is highly sensitive. And in a way, it's kind of, it's part of your mandate. I mean, Mm -hmm. you have a public forum. People are watching you. They're going to learn from you. You're on the vanguard. You're on the cutting edge. Mm -hmm. And if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much room. So you're doing that. So it's it's important that you're mindful about these things. And ultimately, maybe even that you find a hopeful point in all of it so mm-hmm. that it's not just be careful, everybody, doom and gloom and fear factor, right. but also that you find your own way through this right. that can inspire people. Right. I no. love that. That th- Just seriously, I cannot even believe how Should we much take her home? Le- yes. We should kind of take home. her home. Can you stay My, with us for a few nights and just analyze all of our Absolutely, hubby. Although, Sorry. I, I love you. Although <laughs> we got to talk about Slade real quick because yes. he really isn't a big dreamer, but the times he does dream, now this is interesting. Oh, yeah. He's a very lucid dreamer. And for all of you that that don't understand what lucid means. That means, well, I actually should have the dream expert explain it better so that I don't mess it up. Yes, Gretchen, oh. let's defer to the dream expert. Oh my heavens. Okay, so in a nutshell, mm-hmm. the simple version is a lucid dream is when you become aware that you're dreaming while you're dreaming. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will say that their dream is lucid because it's vivid or colorful or emotional, but that's not, that's that's vivid. Right. That's a vivid dream. A lucid dream is when you know that you're dreaming in your dream and then you do something, yes. you assert your will, your point of view, you so affect safe. the action in some way. So if you're going to, I mean, you call yourself not a dreamer and yet the ones that you have are lucid dreams. That's like kind of not fair. I that's know. Amazing. By the way, but, and I think that I don't know. I want to look on my notes because there was something that said, hold on. I want to find it because this is important. Uh, lucid dream is a phenomenon in which a dreamer is aware that they are asleep but is able to no. Where's the part that it says you're basically amazing about being a lucid dreamer? Right. Well, What's that considered? I don't think it's there. There no, is it's there. I know that what when. What is it called? 
You, somebody wrote, I'm sorry. You're this is a genius like because you're accessing more of your, your awareness. Your, Which makes your no sense because I have power. zero intelligence. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh my God. But you're humble and that makes you even, only people, I mean, you, you have to be double smart in order to be humble about it. So you don't fool I me, know, buddy. Right, right? Got, got I got nothing you. here. I got, I got nothing you. here. He's actually okay. really, really smart. So, but, so the, so, but what he does do, well, explain what happens in your dreams. And do what you, you try? Do. do you like intend it or it just spontaneously happens? And you happen to remember those dreams. I think it spontaneously happens because I mean, I can tell you if you, I, I don't remember the last time that I dreamed. Okay. Because I, I, I fall asleep very quickly. I mean, I, I'm kind of on this program where, and she gets mad at me. So, it's, 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 like it's not so even 30 seconds. When I decide to turn the switch off, like I can fall asleep uh -huh. immediately. That's awesome. And then I can wake up and just embrace the day. And I, and I don't That's dream. I don't remember having dreams, but there are instances where if it happens, the best way to describe it is, is if I'm in a video game, right. I know it's not real. I'm in complete control of the environment. If for some reason I am attacked or something happens, rather than have a, a flight, it's always fight. Mm. And I have a certain skill set within my dreams where I never lose. Wow. And, and no matter what's happening, I, I, I always am able to defeat whatever is happening uh, to me at that moment in time, to the point where, you know, I've had these conversations with Gretchen because she mm. was having some nightmares or she was very fearful yeah. of the things happening in her own dreams. And, and she would say something about what happened in that moment. I said, well, this is what I would have done. This is how I would have stopped that yeah. progression or eliminated he, that individual. And I, from and I found it. It's, it says this is a highly coveted skill. Yeah. So what's interesting is yeah. he has literally tried to teach me mm -hmm. how to because I have a lot of dreams where I'm being chased. Mm. Like that seems to be reoccurring for me too. I'm constantly being chased and I wake up, these are a lot of these nightmares that I have. Yes. And I wake oh. up very, very scared and very, very frustrated. And to the point, some of my dreams have been where I literally wake up in the middle of the night like screaming, it wakes him up. And then I'm just like, oh my God, it was so horrible. Like they were trying to kill me. I was being chased. I was this. Or sometimes I actually do get to a point where I'm killed and it's like messy and and gross and like really like very vivid for me. And oh, it's wow. very scary. And so he tries to teach me mm -hmm. how to fight back. And I'm just like, well, I don't, I'm dreaming. Like, how do I do that? You know what I mean? It's weird. Mm. Well, it, it's amazing that you have this because most people don't. It, it is highly coveted, but the fact that you have it and now you can teach it and just having this conversation, I think would make you, I imagine more aware, more, more aware. So the next time you have a dream where this kind of thing is happening, this might trickle in I and it might so. give you that like, oh yeah, Slade taught me how to do this thing. I can, I can call on some superpower that you have. I hope so. Because honestly, those dreams, when I wake up from them, I am so drained and I'm struggling so bad to like, to come out of that, that, that scary, like, that okay, so here's something that you can do. Cause I, I think I want to, and I want to circle back and say more about yours, but let me just say this. Cause I think more people are listening that yeah. can relate to waking up from a funky dream and right. then feeling kind of like feeling off yeah. for well, the rest of the day. Yeah. Exactly. The fog won't lift. So this is like, this is my area of expertise okay. because most people don't seek somebody like me out because they're having all kinds of happy dreams. Yeah. They usually come to me because of Have this phenomenon. So yeah. it's like, so I'm one nickname is I'm the, I'm the nightmare whisperer, oh, <laughs> but, but so I teach people how to take a dream because most people aren't like Slade. They're not lucid. Right. So that you have to do it in your waking state, which is just as valid. There was a major study done at Harvard and a bunch of other really important institutions that talk about the validity of this thing that I'm about to teach you. That's super simple. They call it imagery rehearsal therapy. Okay. And it's something that I used to do way before I heard that Harvard was doing it. It's like, Oh, they stole my they jam. Stole <laughs> but but all, all it is, is in your waking state. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of, so right now we're talking about dreams. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's way after you woke up in the morning. It doesn't matter what time of day, but ideally in the morning, you wake up with a dream that was funky, that left you <gasps> gasping yeah. for air. So what you want to do is then get up, actually get up, but you still have the memory of the dream on you. And you either talk about it with somebody. Ideally, you'd grab Slade because he's- I do he's this in, often. I wake him up in the middle of those really scary dreams. I wake him up and I have to perfect. talk about it. That's that's really good. Okay. And if somebody's listening and they don't have a Slade next to them and yeah. they, they're by themselves, it's, you can get a journal and at least write down what you would do. Like once you describe the dream as mm -hmm. it was, that's the first thing. The second thing is to then imagine that you were- 
were lucid in that dream and that you knew, hey, wait a minute. I'm the director of my dream. I have a say over how this goes. If I had... If I could do anything I wanted in this dream, if I was all powerful, how would I change this dream within the integrity of the dreamscape in a way that leaves me powerful, that leaves me the hero like on the mountaintop? So what would it take? For example, you're being chased by some villain. Mm -hmm. So one thing that you could do is you remember, oh, yeah, I'm dreaming or you're doing this little dream work that I'm talking about. You would imagine that the person chasing you, you pause the scene like you have a pause Mm -hmm. button. You pause them and they're away from you. And you're like, hey, I'm calling on my archangels, Archangel Michael or whatever, a big wolf, a big bear, a big slayed grandma, whoever, whoever has got your back. You bring them all in. Okay. So they and then you put a big bubble of safety around you that is impenetrable. And then you say, all right, what's what gift are you trying to give me? When you ask that question of the nemesis. Really? Yes. So this is this goes all the way That's back so interesting. to the Sonoy yeah. Aborigines. It's they they're like a, a a species basically that they're thought of as one of the most enlightening enlightened group of people that ever lived. Their philosophy was to ask the scary creature in the dream, what gift are you trying to give me? And to not let up until they fess up, until they say, I, I love you and I want to give you this, or I'm a part of you that you've suppressed and I'm your anger or I'm your, I'm your wow. inner, whatever it is. I'm some part of your shame that you haven't embraced, but I have a superpower for you and I'm going to chase you until you receive it. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that what chasing dreams mean? Most of the time, yes. Most of the time, it they, because everyone and everything in our dream is an aspect of ourselves. So if we're running from something, yeah. it's usually a part that we've deemed unacceptable, unlovable. Oh, this is really fascinating. Either too good, like sometimes it's like it's too tall, it's too big, it's too powerful, or it's too or it's yucky. But it's a part of us that we have deemed not cool. And but but in order to be whole, in order to be who we came here to be, we kind of need all aspects of ourselves like on board, like in within us. It's so cool. We're taking so, Kelly home. I mean, I, I like, that's that's it. like we, when you say you're a hypnotherapist, you actually hypnotize people. Mm-hmm. You do. Can do. you hypnotize me and like yeah. figure out what that means? But what, but, I want to get to that part of whatever you're talking about. If I'm either holding something down or if like you're saying, if there's a more powerful part of me that I'm afraid to embrace. But she's handing you a, yes. a tool. Which might be my psychic abilities because exactly. I keep running from your whale. It could be, but it's she's- your inner whale probably or, or something else. But yeah. she's, she's handing you a tool uh-huh. to allow you to consciously begin reprogramming your subconscious. Yeah, that's interesting. So you never have to be afraid of those dreams. I mean, believe me, I teach this and sometimes I'll have scary dreams and yeah. I'm like, ah, and then I remember, oh my God, practice what you preach. Okay, right. go either go back into the dream or in my waking state, I'm not going to leave here until I know what your gift is. And when I get it, I'm always shocked and delighted. And I always feel more confident and more powerful than I did before having that dream. So a nightmare is an unfinished dream. And the job of the dreamer is to finish the dream in a way that leaves you feeling victorious and powerful. There you go. You guys, you are getting so much good (laughs) scoop here. So much good information. Like this is fascinating to I me. I feel like we could go forever. Before we go, though, we got to do these cards. I really got to figure oh, out what one. these cards are. Do you want to play? Do you want to do a quick do, one? Let's do this Let's, let's we'll do, do it. A little quickie. Really I'll am... let you guys shuffle. This is your deck. Okay. It'll be the first one. So what you do is you think of a question, and it could be a question related to your dream, or it could be a question related to anything in your life, but something that is like unfinished, something that you're like, oh, I wish I I wish I knew an answer to something. So these are, these are oracle cards. They're going to give so you, like they're going to prompt your own intuition. Or something that, like, I want to know. Or an area. Or an area, like, an area of my, yeah, like, this is hmm. one that just fell. I'm trying to just oh, automatically this is the child card. Hello. Is it, okay, wait a minute. You guys, can we talk about that? I don't know if this has something to do with that, but right when you just said that, when you said, the first thing that came into my mind is, is Slade and I going to have more children? Swear to God, that was the question I was just going to ask. This is me putting the deck down. No, listen, like, because it, remember how people, how many times have we had this conversation in the last like two months? Yeah. About like, and do we she, think this, we're going to have even, more kids? Even the image of it is she's underwater. She's kind of in the water. 
the magic and it's the, the it's the magic guys. magic zone and it says embrace the discombobulation of well, i can't read that but discombobulation of exhilaration of, of, of discombobulation. discombobulation oh my right. god that is my life right now in a nutshell <laughs> the exhilaration of it but, but you have to em embrace the fact that nothing is actually perfect it's always in disarray it's never going to be you and have to i have the biggest it's problem a beautiful with mess. Not being it's a perfect. beautiful mess it's a great way to describe maybe it maybe that's the thing bless i'm chasing from because i've bless always this mess. been bless this mess because i've always been a perfectionist my whole life mm -hmm. and like to the detriment of myself and that's and those around you May, that's really oh, oh did, wait was my mic that, on this, okay. that was your inner that, that was your outer voice oh, right but the fact voice. that it says the exhilaration of the discombobulation that's interesting that's very fascinating to me right now that that card fell on the ground wait why is this the child card what what oh wait what's happening here i just now saw her so the name of the card is the magic zone so okay. from my perspective my shortcut and, uh -huh. and if you and in, in the guidebook there's like a whole little story about it and a quote and all this stuff but to me this card represents the child aspect so it could literally be like an a confirmation like maybe there's another child in your future that may be it she looks like she's expecting but, right uh -huh. And there's another aspect of it too, because it's a symbol. It's the symbol of your inner child, the part okay, of you that it. is magical. The inner child is not a perfectionist. Right. Inner child is a is playful and yeah. loves to like get messy and dirty yes. and and let things be crazy. She does and love that. Who? Yeah. You. Me? You. The inner child you. Yeah, right? the inner yeah. child. Well, no, it's it's like divided right down the middle because she leaves landmines around the house. <laughs> like as much as she loves the house to be organized and clean, when she's done with them, she drops it. Uh, the shoes, the clothes, the boxes, all this stuff. I trip and fall over everything. They're landmines. They're everywhere. Not, that's Kabam. because I'm just busy or tired and I'm like barely getting to the It's bed. a booby right. tap, Gretchen. Let's call it what it is. Right. So wait, now, could we pull a card for him? Is it yes. different for him? Go, say. Well, you pull one. Do I? But that that presented itself organically. So should I? Should I yeah, you yeah. yeah. You guys so normally. So can someone else pull a card for how does it work? Sure. You Normally, you do your own card, but you you can do it for somebody else too. You pick it. I I moved it. Around. I always you say to it. shuffle it three times, but you oh. can just just. I sometimes make it make it messy. However you oh, want to do it. Oh, I just, get to be the inner child and make it. Messy yeah, exactly. And Throw them all over the room. <laughs> right. Okay. Perfect. Okay. And are, do you have a question though? Are you thinking of oh, a question? Yes. Or no. an area that you want? So that's no. Maybe that's the point of this. Think kid. of. Told you before. You're so perfect. Nothing up there. <laughs> Hello. Think of something. I'm like open an, to all of it. Like an area that maybe he doesn't have some, some some that you want some guidance in. Yeah, life. <laughs> For real. Think of something. Um. Wait, do you, does he have to say it out loud? He doesn't have to say it out loud. Okay. Then I'm not going to say it but out loud. But if it's taboo, you should probably say it. I know, probably, right? Hello. Yeah, pretty much, think yeah. about it and the then name of your show. And tell us if, if it has anything to do with it. Okay. Go. Uh, I want, um, I want, I want that one. <laughs> okay. Did we ask the question? And by no. we, I mean you. He was going to wait oh. until he opens it up. Let's oh. see. Normally it's the other way around, oh. but you can do it so that I way. So I need to ask the question? Okay, go. Ideally, you have a question in mind, and then you find the one, the card that buzzes or bounces or feels okay. like the most. So here's the question. Here's the question. This is a very organic question. Will I find enough success in my life to properly take care of my family, my wife, my children? That was perfect. That's oh, that's a beautiful question. Okay, are you happy with this card? Because if this is the um, one you um, want, um, I think he's concerned because he's close to the ARP age, you guys. So he wants to make sure that he. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay so let's this see. is this is All this right. is the card that 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 came to us. Yeah. Okay. So flip. It. Should I let Does her flip it? Say, it? We're gonna win the lottery. Is it? Is the lottery still at two hundred and two million? I don't know. I don't. Don't know. digress. We're getting a okay, ticket go. later. Let's see what you got. Oh, for this you were born. Oh. What's Foster your intention for in incarnating in, in this, this dimension. Destiny, in he this can't dimension. even breed. Okay, let yeah. me try this way. So you guys, it's this picture of this like beautiful angelic like angel floating from the sky with this amazing gown, I must say, with like sparkles and everything. And then it says for <laughs> it looks like her. this it you does, were actually. born, foster your intention for incarnating in, in this, this dimension. dimension. Yeah. What does that mean? So, so I have to foster my intention to like recreate myself in this dimension in order to achieve the goals I have now today. It's like your why. It's like that that TED talk that's all about like get connected to your why and then all the what and all the how and everything else follows. And so your why is I gave you want to take good care of your of your people. And so that so it's about connecting with your deeper so intention for being on the planet. Basically in 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 
in general speak to those people that are listening, get off your ass and make some shit happen, people. Don't right. sit around with whatever in your hand. Make it happen. Go out and reincarnate. Create. So you foster could, success. There's a number on there. And then you can just like. So oh, here you go. Cool. So where could somebody find these cards? They are for sure Amazon and Barnes and Noble and a lot of bookstores, metaphysical bookstores. 22. Here, I, I don't have 22. my glasses on. You have your glasses, glasses on. So on. there you go. And this is called, oh, these are the no, cards 31. that are called what? This so is the Hero's Journey can... Dream Oracle. So here's Hero's the. Hero's Journey Dream Article. Oracle, if you guys are looking for these cards to do on your own. There's a little book that has an explanation of each one Boom. of the cards. So here's a little quote. You could just read that and maybe oh, yeah. like, I don't know, any words. You that must be willing to get rid of the life you've planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. You know what? That is a whole other topic for an entire other episode because that <laughs> is so true, you guys. Think about that this week. I want you to think about the blueprint that you've always like created for your life and the fact that sometimes mm. that can throw you off of what your true destiny is. So we're going to save that for another episode, but I cannot say thank you enough to our guest, Kelly Sullivan Walden. Did I say it right? You she said, said it right. Yeah. Perfectly. I'm, I'm so impressed. Oh my um, God. Kelly, it has been such a pleasure. I cannot say thank you enough for your time and like exploring all of our dreams. That's and right. Giving all of our listeners some tips of how to dissect their dreams. Remember it's saddle you guys. Um, where can everyone find you? Oh my God. I love you guys. You're so amazing. Thank you this so has much. been such a blast. Um, my my easy website is it's kellysullivanwalden.com, but okay. as you know, it's hard to remember. So I had the strangest dream.com will also oh, take I you like there. Oh, and I love on it. Instagram and Twitter, it's Kelly S. Walden. And Facebook, it's Kelly Sullivan Walden Dr. Dream. I love All it. of that. I know that's so even check longer. Out it, some of her ten <laughs> books, you guys, ten books that she has out there. Yeah. Um, find her on any of those social media platforms. And thank you again so much. Yes. For thank coming. you for. This has been amazing. amazing. Thank you for blessing not too taboo. And like, here's my takeaway. You said something very powerful, and I want to leave our listeners with this. Mm. Remember, become better, not bitter. Yeah. When figuring out your dream state, mm. and remember, it's your choice. Yeah, it's yeah. your dream. You can direct it the way you want it to go. The nightmare ain't over just because you woke up. You gotta, you gotta finish that nightmare, turn it into a dream that you want it to be. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate being here. Everybody remember, subscribe, download. There's more to come. And thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Not, Not Too, Too Taboo. Taboo. <laughs>